Welcome to the Arlington Street Church podcast. Founded in 1729, Arlington Street continues today as a gathering place for progressive people of faith in the greater Boston area and beyond. We are located at the corner of Arlington and Boylston Streets, across from the Public Garden in Boston, Massachusetts. Please visit ASCBoston.org for more information about this historic Unitarian Universalist congregation. Arlington Street Church, gathered in love and service for justice and peace. In August, when 16-year-old climate activist Greta Thunberg arrived in the United States to speak at the United Nations Climate Action Summit, she was verbally attacked by two different Fox fake news commentators one of whom referred to her as mentally ill. At the time, though repulsed by their behavior, it never occurred to me to think about the responses many seasoned politicians might have made, launching personal counterattacks, rallying their allies. Greta took a different tack. When haters go after your looks and differences, she tweeted, it means they have nowhere left to go. And then you know you're winning. I have Asperger's and that means I'm sometimes a bit different from the norm. And given the right circumstances, being different is a superpower. Asperger's is a neurological difference on the autism spectrum. Its distinguishing characteristic is an obsessive interest in a single object or topic to the exclusion of any other. If you have Asperger's and you just happen to become obsessed with the climate crisis, you might just thoroughly study and understand, you know, the science. People with Asperger's may present as eccentric and may struggle with reading social cues, but it could also help you retain your focus amidst potentially withering criticism and other challenges. Greta's situation begs the question as to whether or not fitting in might be overrated. Imagining creatively and boldly means thinking outside the box, which is a lot easier if you're not in the box to start with. Why be normal, whatever normal is, when you could be you? I love that Greta Thunberg added hashtag Aspie power to her tweet, turning what has traditionally been viewed as a quirky defect to a special feature. And it makes me want to ask, what's your superpower? The concept of having a superpower emerged in North American popular culture in comic books in the 1930s. Some of the favorites were invisibility, psychic abilities, shape-shifting, superhuman vision, strength and speed, and time travel. Kim Corburn, executive director of our Plymouth Philharmonic Orchestra, writes this very sweet tribute to her big brothers. 
I grew up with five superheroes, five boisterous brothers who had me totally convinced that they could protect all the kids in our Milwaukee neighborhood and save the entire planet if necessary. Tom, the oldest, was our Batman, super smart, super analytical, and super wealthy, like his alter ego, Bruce Wayne. Back then, he always saved most of his allowance. Today, he's a logistics manager. Todd, a.k.a. Spider-Man, loved web-slinging and rock-climbing, using his spidey sense to alert us when our parents were about to catch us doing something we shouldn't be doing. Sweet, shy Miles came alive as the Green Lantern, drawing his superpowers from a tinfoil ring and a C-cell battery he took out of my dad's radio. Not surprisingly, he's an engineer. And Terry, who somehow morphed from the drummer in a rock band to a church pastor, spent his early years entertaining us as the Hulk. I'm still trying to figure that out. And then there's my brother Mark, who was always Superman, the mighty man of steel with super strength, super speed, x-ray vision, and the power of flight. Except for that one little issue with kryptonite, Superman was pretty invincible. Mark has watched out for me my entire life, protecting me from childhood bullies, and once he achieved superhero status when he came upon an accident and pulled a man from a burning car. Yes, concludes Kim Corbin, from the very beginning, my brothers bonded together to form a justice league of their own. And for the most part, they used their superheroes and superpowers for good. Remember, they were a pack of boys, not angels. What's your superpower? Your superpower is all yours. The attributes and talents that are uniquely yours, your signature and your aspiration. Your superpower is what fires you up, what gives you a sense of purpose and meaning and joy. If you're not sure what your superpower is, ask yourself, what do I really love? What am I known for? What do people come to me for when they're in need? If you're still not sure, ask your beloveds, we'll tell you. Superpowers come in many forms. Coach Deborah Trappen writes, I live to ignite passion, infuse purpose, and inspire progress by connecting, engaging, elevating, and empowering the magnificent relationships and brilliant ideas in my world. Her superpower in a sentence, I fire people up. Among the participants at a recent Women's Leadership Summit in Seattle, some of Deborah's favorite superpowers were identified as toddler whisperer, chocolate chip cookie baker, encourager, wicked organizer, queen of comforting, and creative spark. Sometimes your superpower is hiding in plain sight. Another coach, Catherine Crawford-Saxer, tells of working with an unassuming, soft-spoken engineer who had no idea what his superpower was. After telling her a somewhat complicated story about something that had happened at work, Catherine said to him in amazement, you run toward conflict. He was confused. I don't have time for conflict, he said. I need to understand what the problem is and resolve it quickly. 
You don't even see it as conflict, Catherine said in wonder. I'm interested in other people's perspectives. He said, they can add to my understanding. I'm trying to come up with the best solution. You don't take the conflict personally, Catherine said, amazed. Of course not, he said a little impatiently. You know this is a superpower, right? Catherine responded, you just don't value this strength because it's easy for you. But she knew she'd struck gold. Maybe, like Greta, your superpower has been cast as a deficit. Think of it as someone stepping on your cape. Celine Sands Pond, who struggles with anxiety and depression, did the most counterintuitive thing. She freed her cape by training to be a counselor and now works with men in a group home for people with mental health and behavioral problems. And she's looking for the upside. One client said that her loneliness finally drew her to others. She freed her cape and became a great listener. Another said his depression made it possible for him to blend into the background. He frayed his cape by becoming a keen observer. Yet another told her that his anxiety makes him lightheaded. He freed his cape when he realized it had made his balance amazing and made him a better dancer. Seek the treatment and support you need, writes Celine Sands-Pond, but don't let yourself believe for a second that your illness makes you weak. In fact, it may very well be shaping your greatest strength. Novelist Renee Denfield grew up with poverty and abuse. When she decided to become a parent, she went to the foster care system. A one-year-old girl caught her eye. She had been shopped across states, says Renee, featured in newspapers like an ad for used furniture. As with other waiting children, parental rights had been terminated, meaning that if she wasn't adopted, she would age out of foster care. If she wasn't worth saving, neither was I. I didn't understand why there wasn't a stampede of parents to adopt her, that I would get the honor made me tremble. My daughter, my love. Three years later, a little boy came into their life. His eyes told his story, writes Renee, I had seen terror like that before. In my own eyes, looking back at me from my childhood mirror. He had bounced from home to home. He had serious attachment issues and rage. It is hard to love a child who doesn't love you back but I knew I couldn't fail him. To fail him would be to fail the lost child in myself, the memory of the anger I had and my desperate desire that someone love me right through it. I decided I would fake it till I make it. When he raged, I told him I loved him. I told him over and over and over. We saw a child psychiatrist who suggested floor time, a method where you sit with the child for hours on end, playing games at their lead. It sounds simple, but it was transformative. Every morning, I woke to find my son standing by my bed. Floor time, mama? Floor time? And before I could make myself a cup of coffee, we were on our special rug and I was nodding as my son 
acted out all the hurt he had experienced. Sometimes I was allowed to help. Mostly, he wanted me to watch, to bear witness. For all his fury, he never tried to hurt his sister. She followed any game he wanted to play and took his rages in stride. He's afraid we're going to give him away, she told me solemnly. Slowly, the rages abated until they stopped. One day, he looked up from playing with a truck on the floor and his eyes were soft, no longer terror-filled. You brought me home, he said. He returned to his toy and said in a quiet, firm voice, for the first time, I love you too. By adopting my children from foster care, I became the mother I had needed and rewrote my own story. I got to have a childhood all over again, the right one, filled with cuddles and perseverance, safety and love. I broke the cycle of abuse over the wheel of my own desire. I'm stronger than Superman. I don't give up. Renee Denfield, her superpower is persistence and love. I'll conclude now with my favorite superpower story of the week. In Eagle Point, Oregon, Robert Borba, a champion bull rider and cattleman, was in the parking lot at Walmart when he says, I hear, I hear a lady yelling, stop him, he stole my bike. So I grabbed old Gray from the trailer and went for the thief. I just roped him and the rope went down on his feet and I would have him as I roped a cow or something. Robert held him at the end of a long line until the Eagle Point police arrived, switching out the lasso for handcuffs. Being hailed as the Lone Ranger and the John Wayne of Southern Oregon, Robert will have nothing of it. Poor gal, that bike could have been her only transportation. He says, stealing ain't right, so I figured I'd get him stopped. Robert Borba's superpower is his willingness to get involved and take action. And being a cowboy in the right place at the right time. <laughs> Beloved spiritual companions, your superpower is all yours. The attributes and talents that are uniquely yours, your signature, and your aspiration. Your superpower is what fires you up, what gives you a sense of purpose and meaning and joy. Don't let yourself believe for a second that your differences make you weak. It may very well be shaping your greatest strength. And don't let anyone step on your cape. Amen. Thank you for listening to this week's podcast. We would love to hear from you via email at office at ASCBoston.org or through our Facebook page. If you would like to support the good work of Arlington Street Church, please consider a contribution by checking the mail or through our website, ASCBoston.org.